Professional wrestling superstar, champion, entrepreneur, author, and show host. Feeds you more interviews, more stories, more information, and more laughs than ever before. <laughs> Conversation with the big guy, Ryback, starts now. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I am the big guy, Ryback, and today... This is one I was looking forward to for quite a while, and I know my buddy, Stu Bennett, Wade Barrett, is very, really excited about this because he's also very fond of, of this individual. I have none other than the Brooklyn brawler, Steve Lombardi, on today, and we're going to talk about brawler and me wrestling at, at the Barclays Center uh, and this whole story on how this came about with Vince McMahon and playing a rib on him, which we didn't know it was a rib initially, and then later found out uh, in the whole, all the details on that, and if I heard him or not during that. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, his the people he had the, their first matches. It's a long list of a who's who in wrestling. Uh, what he first told me when he first saw me uh, for a million dollar tough enough in 2004. Uh, we're going to talk, talk about his wrestling school. He's on Cameo. He's wrote a book. He's busy. He's still wrestling. He's staying very active. We talk about diet, working out. He's in the best shape of his life. Looks absolutely fantastic. And, uh, and he always has. He's always taking care of himself on that. As well as uh, a cool little ultimate warrior, little story. Then in the story on my part, which he doesn't really vouch for. I think he actually takes away credibility for in some way, shape, or form. But uh, it's, it's all good. And uh, so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the Brooklyn brawler, Steve. Lombardi. Right back. How are you doing with everything going on? I'm doing fantastic. If there's one thing I learned from you is opportunity doesn't come to you. You create opportunity. You taught me that strictly to all your your Twitter messages. You got the positive attitude just like I have. Do you think this is brawler people too? That thank you. I always enjoy talking to you and uh it's been been quite a while. But yeah, I try there was a lot, so much has happened with everything. And I, I'm constantly a big believer in putting out positivity and trying to motivate people yeah. as well as myself. You, and you do it. But there's a, yeah, thank you. But there's a strong, and a part of the reason though, too, is when I left WWE and, and we'll talk about more of this, but they, they, there was the sportster who they have a working relationship with just went on a, a barrage of articles on burying me on how horrible of a person I was and how horribly I treat fans at meet and greets and a lot of things. I had to get an attorney to have them all taken down. Um, but there was a lot of negative stuff put out that wasn't true, but there was, and I didn't do anything about it for a while. Like, oh, whatever. It would blow over, but they were running fucking Facebook ads on the shit. It was, it blew I me away. Know, I, and, didn't, I didn't read I didn't, I didn't read that. No, I didn't read but nothing I, like that. that. Was nothing what, so there's a perception with some people that it's like all this negative, and I'm like, man, it couldn't be any further from the truth, but that's what I just, man, just try to motivate and make people feel good, and the good always outweighs the bad. The good always outweighs the bad. It's our and choice. And I knew damn well that you would, do, you would do well when you left. I said to myself, I says, I got to make my own opportunities, yeah. and I did. What I did was I, I teamed up with uh, UCW right here in Bay City, Michigan. I got my own wrestling school. 
I do. I got, I'm on Cameo on some celebrity videos. I'm on autographsforyou.com. Yep. You can follow me at Brawler Real if you want to get me on any, any kind of bookings. I'm still wrestling actively. And believe it or not, I have not lost a match since the day I left the WWE. I have what, not lost a match. What What was your last loss? Do you remember? My last loss was, oh my God. I, I think I have I think I remember. You, you do? It was, I think it was at the remember. Barclays Center, wasn't it? That was your last, your last loss. Oh, with you? We, oh, with, with you? <laughs> <laughs> with you, you, yeah, but you, but, but, but you, uh, you took a lot of good elbows. You made, you made me look like I was beating up Superman. Yeah. No, wait. So, Brawler, let's talk about out. this. Let's get into this. Because for people that don't know, they'll be able to yeah. look this up on YouTube. So what happened that day? And Because I to, for, to set this up, I was Bully Ryback. I was a heel. Things I was getting, I was starting to get a good amount of heat. But I remember I showed up to Barclays Center, and I was told that I got a soup. Was it Superstars? Right. I think that I had no, a Superstars was- match. With the Brooklyn Brawler, right. who was going to be a right. huge babyface in that arena, and I go, I was really excited. But how did this all come about? This all came about because Vince and Stephanie walked into the building. They see my picture on the wall. You've seen that picture, right? It was a great photo of you at the Barclays Center, beautiful arena, and they have all the legends and people of music, wrestling, and things. And, the, and yeah, and like so, that was a yeah. you were on a featured spot on that wall in, in rare company. I think with Jinder Mahal. Yeah. yeah. So Vince, Vince and Stephanie played, played a big rip on me. Vince played like he hated, like he was so pissed off at me. Like he couldn't, it, it all turned out to be a rib at the end, but he played the rib up for like two weeks. He goes to, he goes to road dog, put him in with Ryback, let him kill him. You know? And then Johnny Laurinaitis came up to you and he told you, you got to, you're going to wrestle me. You came up to me privately and you said, you know what? I'm going to treat you. I'm going to sell for you just like, a, like you're a top guy. That's what you told me. That was your exact words. I said, I appreciate it. He goes, you go to keep firing elbows at me. Just keep firing. I remember elbows I told you, me. I remember I this. I told you, and we didn't have a set amount. And I just said, let, let, listen to the, listen to the crowd and see how into it they are. And, and I just remember, I kept telling you, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. Yeah. Yeah. And you went, you went to one knee. Yep. And then you said, hit the ropes. And then when I, get, when I came off the ropes, you hit me with a big-ass clothesline. Right after the big clothesline, you took it home. Yeah. You beat the, you know, you, you gave me, what, 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 what they call that finish? I forget. The so shell I, right shock. Drop, right back drop. Shell shock. Yeah. You gave me the shell shock. I needed surgery at that time, but I never told you, I never told Vince, never told Stephanie I had to go to surgery because I, I had a slip disc that was going to the sciatic nerve. But I didn't give a fuck. I just wanted to be in the ring. I wanted to do, do my thing. When I came out of the ring, Road Dog screams out in the hallway, Vince, did you just see what fucking Lombardi did with Ryback going to win that match? He goes, I don't give a fuck about what they did. That's what he said. <laughs> so he, 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 he rids me the whole fucking way. Then the next day, we're in Providence, I believe it was. And then, and then he goes, Vince wants to see you in a production meeting. He wants to see you. In, it's all in my book. I wrote a book, too. I'm a published author, also. He, he, he said, uh, I want you to apologize to every single person in this room, and it was all the agents, you know how to do that when yeah. they had a production meeting and all that stuff. I want you to apologize to everyone. I says, I apologize for walking into a building that I, I do not even own and, and don't own a picture, and I have no right to have a picture on the wall, and I'm so sorry it was on the wall, and I had no right to take it down or put it up. That was not an apology. Give him a good apology. I apologize to everyone 
that there was a picture on the wall that I had nothing to do with. I, w- I wouldn't sell for him. You know what I mean? I wouldn't yeah. sell it. And so I turned, I turned to him and I says, and Vince, you know what? If it offended you, I apologize to you. He goes, Cena makes all the fucking money here. So why should your picture be up there? I said, I apologize to you. I put my hand out. He starts cracking up and the whole fucking room starts cracking up. It was a big rib on me. It was a big rib on me. He didn't want, he didn't want the picture. I bet, the but, manager of the But the, hold on the a second. You say that was a rib, but that yeah. photo never fucking went back up there, brawler. Yeah, but the manager of the Barclays Center told me it's in his office. Okay. It's, it's, it's up there in the back. Okay. Next to Mike Tyson. Okay. Next to Mike Tyson. But yeah, I that makes me feel better than I thought. They See, I thought they. I thought that might have been not as much of as a rib. I, I didn't know the photo. That always bothered me. That never got put. I, at least it wasn't in the spot that it was. And I didn't know because we yeah, been, I was there many like times. Yeah, it was like a main spot. It was like in a main event spot. Mm-hmm. He didn't, he didn't like the idea that it said WWE because that was the first war we ever had, the first show we ever had in yeah. Barclays Center. That was and man, put, and that reaction you got out there was through. They they blew the roof off the place cheering for you on that, and that. But I knew yeah, too. Be, I love being a heel because it, you have the ability to just listen and like into like the, you, the Brooklyn Brawler wrestling at Barclays in Brooklyn, and it was just whether it's a superstars match or not. It was like I got it. If I'm gonna beat you. I have to have them invested in you so that they don't like me when I beat you. And so if I just go out there and just right. eat you up the whole match, I don't beat anybody. But if you know what, so that you was beat a you had great you fire. Out there. I had a good fire up, but you were selling it. If I hit you with those elbows and you no sold it, you would have killed the match. Yep. And that was, but you made remember, the match. it was, uh, the, I always, uh, that was a lot of fun. I, I was like, did I hurt you for that match? Cause there's, the uh, there's only one me. guy CM Punk that claimed me. I heard him and nobody else ever did. So I like to I like to point that out whenever I can. <laughs> that I knew you. I, I never met anybody that told me that they that you hurt them with that. Yeah, I never I heard the Punk story. Yeah, but I knew you never hurt me. It's not a hard bump. You're taking a bit just as big of a bump as that yeah. as I took. It's, yeah, no. It's, I mean, you're going back. We're both going back. If anything, you're protecting me by holding me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't believe me. It's all bullshit. You can't feed it to the bullshit. No, that's what you I said. You got the the positives always outweigh the negative. And, and with the wrestling industry, unfortunately, as you know, there's a lot. There can be a lot of negativity in the industry in general, which I don't miss at all. Like I love being away from it. Right. But I'm looking forward. I know. I know you do. To going back, I want to ask you, you though, Brawler, because this this baffled yeah. me, and I was away and I yeah. left. I I was injured. I needed a five disc fusion shoulder replacement and I've had 16 stem cell procedures and I'm pretty much all better now. And it, I've been blessed with the, okay. the gift of health once again. And, and I look forward to getting okay. back really soon. But when I heard you got let go from in the position and for people listening, you can you explain what your job was in WWE that you did? Cause you did a fantastic job there with everything that you did i wrestled i wrestled steady 17 years in a row yep as brooklyn boy and as steve lombardi then brooklyn ball when bobby Eaney took me over i became the brooklyn brawler i was winning i was winning i was winning then after a while they dropped you out like they yep. did with you yep you were a superstar and then they dropped you out yeah then after they dropped me out I, I i took over the pre-tape room i was ahead of the pre-tape room I, I ran the entire 100% pre-tape room how did you and how did you land that brawler how did that come about when you, while you were there that came about. It, it was Coach. It was it was um, Michael Cole, Coach, and myself. And I had the I had the ability to get the talent because I had a great relationship with all the talent. Talent. 
Like I said, why about come in there? Come on, do it for me, man. Just come in there. Not you personally. Yeah, yeah. I'm just using that for an example. Because there was a lot of there was a lot of people back then. No, I don't want to do it. I don't want to come in. I don't want to do it. Don't mean shit. Don't mean shit. But you did mean shit. Every little thing. But does. Uh, yeah, I worked my ass off. All the all the cold opens that you've seen in the beginning of the pay per views, I worked hourless in the in the pre tape room doing it all on green screen or blue screen. Yep. And uh, and putting it all, they put it all together. And then you see at the pay per view, all the people saying, "You see the, you, did you see the opening that I did? You did shit. I'm the one who filmed it all." Yeah, I you played a key role. You know what I'm saying? In all this, into yeah. dealing with people, I, I, brawler. I like you had to, like, and I remember the the the. I, it's a that's a stressful job because you got a list of of things you need to get done in a, in a day, and you're dealing with talent, you're dealing with egos, you're dealing with people that are pissed off. You're dealing with like, right. and you have to be, if you don't get that footage, that's your ass at the end of the day. Right. Is that a stressful fucking the footage, job there? Yeah. But, but, but if I do get the footage, it's their doing. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? If it's it, a if thankless it's job success, at the end of the day. Yeah. It's a thankless job. Exactly. Yeah. It was a thankless job. And I'm so happy to be on my own. I'm so happy that I, I'm, I'm still wrestling. I have a wrestling school. Uh, it's about 70 miles from my house. I, I'm, I'm with UCW, but we can't go in front of an audience right now. Yeah. You know, you know, how, you know how the shit's going. I don't know how it is out there in yeah. LA. Same way. I'm in Vegas and it's everything's open here right now, except for just bars yeah. without food and clubs. Um, but we've reserved. Your gym, the gym's open? Your gym's open? Gym's open, but I got my own gym here too, luckily. And I've been going to both, and but you got to wear a face mask at all times. But it's it's resuming right. to normal a lot more. But they've threatened uh, to shut down more. They haven't yet, right? So right. we'll see what happens. But I wanted to ask you what, what happened when I heard you got let go. I you were one of the where I was just like, what the what the hell? Like how did that? The, you, <laughs> You were there for well, so long. It, it's more, it was more. Of a, it was more of a private conversation, just like yours was. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I would rather. I would rather not say exactly yeah, yeah, what, no. what happened. I understand. It's not, it's not like all I could tell you is: Did you ever read on WWE.com? Brooklyn what? Brawler and WWE have cut ties. No, you never seen that. Yeah, you never seen that. No, they, you, they stated that to people that they fire. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't want to be there no more. Yeah. I don't want to be there anymore, and I still don't want to be there. No, I understand. I really don't. No, I know. I left. I when I I was when I left, I literally just walked in and told them I had a, a multi million dollar contract presented before me. I wasn't happy with multiple things. I was really hurt. They were giving right. me pain drugs for two years to keep wrestling. Instinctually, something inside me told me get the fuck out of here right now. And luckily, I did. It saved my career and my health, and and probably. My life, in all seriousness, oh, with that. So but I just walked in and said, "Take me off your fucking shitty TV show. I'm done." And I left, and it was that was it. And I said to you, I said to you, "Is it a good thing or is it a bad thing?" You said it's a good thing. That's yeah. a, do you remember that? Yeah, that was I in said, St. Louis. My last words to you. Yeah, I knew it was a good and thing. I just I, I didn't thought, realize I thought, they was... didn't, I thought they didn't give you the money you wanted. No, I thought they didn't give you the money you wanted. Well, I didn't even. They, I was Vince's last offer. I was fine with that money that was being presented on the last offer or the one we agreed on. I should say I wasn't happy with, there was a lot of other things and with my trademarks going on and that, and then creative and based on how they, what things going on there. And then I hadn't signed the contract yet. They were going to start 
they were going to start embarrassing me on TV. And that's when I just said, I, I'm not going to, I'm done. And luckily I found out that when I left, I went and got MRIs and they told me I needed a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement because yeah. uh, they were giving they me Toradol and cortisone yeah. and the cortisone ate away all the cartilage on my shoulder. And uh, oh. they were, it, it, at the end of the day though, I've said, you know what? It's my fault. I chose to work there uh, and I chose to leave and I, I salvaged my health. I got my health back. And I look forward to joining the opposition and beating them in the ratings each and every fucking week. And I'll do it with a smile on my face because I know without a shadow of a doubt what I am capable of doing and going away. And I left at a, keep it at a, at a top level still that time away. And I've done nothing to hurt my character or my, my booking that I can come in at a top position and be better than I've ever been. So. Right. Are you going to AEW or is it a secret? I'm not. I, I've I've made it very clear that that's the one place I I, I do want to go. And there we obviously things would yeah. have to be worked out at some point. But uh, I believe, and I'm hopeful, and from the information that I have, there will be an opportunity. Um, for I that thought time. you said something on Twitter, and then and Goldust retweeted it or something. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. Goldust, so Goldust, me with them, me and uh, Curtis Axel worked uh, Cody and Goldust all the time. Goldust would always do uh, big guy impersonations where he would be really obnoxious and walk with a big wide lat spread. Watch out. I'm the fucking big guy. Make room for the big guy. Oh, and like, yeah. He would walk sideways through the door and he, he was, he he's hilarious. So I did a little inside yeah, joke between bullshit. that, that the hallways is the biggest compliment. Impersonation is the biggest compliment, especially when nobody can look like you. Yeah. You no. know what I'm saying? No one can look like you. Now, how does it look now that I look better than everybody on the AEW roster right now? <laughs> Are you going to do Cody's uh, open I, open challenge? Publicly, and I, I'm telling you, I don't know. I don't know the AEW roster. I really don't. I yeah. really don't. They got some bigger guys there now. I, I'm not big. I'm I'm ripped. You are in fantastic shape, brawler. That's because most guys go downhill when the they fuck? leave. You've actually, I feel, no, got, but I'm going gotten better. Uphill. I told you, 25 reps, 25 reps, 25 reps. I did it for three or four years now. The twenty-five reps work. No reps. Do you reps. squeeze the muscle no too? Do you take, or you just go for pure reps? I go for pure reps. I go for pure reps, and I uh, I take rest. And you know what I did? I put cable crosses in my basement. Okay. You know what an I beam is that goes across in your basement? The I beams. Yeah. I put all, I put I drilled holes in there, and I put cable crosses down. I do I do I do uh, sets of fifty, like crab motion. With, yep. with that, with the uh, cables, and then I do 50 in front, and then I do 50 on the steps, push-ups. So it's like a superset. No, what do you call it? A superset when you do three in a row? Yeah, yep, supersetting. I did three, exercise, three exercises in a row, five sets. My chest is shredded. I'm getting veins in my chest now. I've never seen that before. That's I'm getting That's, veins in my chest. You said the doctor said you were at 9% body fat? Yes, yes. How's everything else looking too health wise? Heart, everything in great shape? Health, heart, HDL, 75. Wow. Triglycerides, 33. LDL, 30. The doctor says my blood is of a 20 year old. You, you know and what I, I like about you, too, Brawler, is that you never, and I don't know because you, you wrestled obviously during the period where steroids were legal, because I'm very health conscious right. and. I'm on, I've been on TRT since I was 28, but a lot of people, and I, I did them went right. from 20 to 24 mildly, but you're not, were you ever a steroid right. guy at any point or experimented with them or no? Never, 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 never. I was, I've traveled for two years 
Never a big steroid guy. Yeah. No, I knew that Never when I was there about you. You guy. just loved working out and you took care of yourself really well. Yeah, but I was, I was, I was fat. When I look at myself now, I said I was fat. I but was you're healthy too, though. There's different, but when you don't do it without that, it is a lot more difficult. You got to be very, very point yeah. spot on. But you can have a little extra body fat, be, but you're extremely healthy still with that. Yeah, but you know now, I mean? now, now it's perfect blood, perfect health, perfect anything. I just want you to tell me one story in your words. The apple story. <laughs> tell me the apple. Tell the people the apple story, please, if you don't mind. I've, I, so I'm trying to think about what happened. I know Brodus Clay was involved with this. Brodus, there's something happened where we started crushing apples and uh, it started turning into like just randomly crushing apples. Like Brodus would just walk, uh, it'd be random. I would be doing something during the day and Brodus would just come up and get in my face and fucking crush an apple in front of my face. So then I would go get an uh, apple. He could do it too? He, he could do it too? Oh yeah, Brodus, man, that guy's a beast. Yeah, big big uh, old hands he too. He, uh, you didn't think... You didn't think I could do it, did you? No, but, but so there's different theories on this. So hold on. Let's the the apple yeah, though yeah, yeah, yeah. is because there's a technique to it also, and there's different ways of doing it, and there's different apples, and yeah. you, sometimes you can get an apple, sometimes you can't. And uh, so right. it was we were crushing apples essentially, but I'll never forget. Right, and in catering, in catering, yes, and I in catering a lot of times over the trash cans because you'd get the apple all over your hand. But I'll never forget. I, I don't remember the arena, but I remember the setup. And I remember right. I'm sitting down eating with some of the guys and you just come storming into catering and you literally have an apple in your hand and you, and you reach across the table with everyone sitting there in front of me and you crush the apple right in front of me on the table in, in catering <laughs> I remember, I remember that. and get I remember apple that. everywhere. <laughs> Vince McMahon came up to me. He shook my hand. He said, I heard you crush the fucking apple. That's what he said. <laughs> That's hilarious. But you know what? I was I was thinking about doing that on online, crushing an apple again. It's hard to do. It is. You got to yeah. Hard to it, do. Well, you got to too get into you could cheat so you could cheat too doing it where you dig your hands in where that's considered more cheating where you kind of get the apple you can get it primed and a lot easier to break. There's little tricks that people do yeah. too, and then there's just crushing apples, and it's really it's hit or, that can be hit or miss. I'll tell you a story that happened. That me, I uh, it was when Kevin, I was IC champion with Kevin Owens, and we had to do a pre-tape, and uh, we did like multiple takes, and I actually got one of the takes, right. and it was one of them was where I had an apple in my hand, and I crush an apple in the in the pre-tape with Kevin Owens, that like I'm gonna right. crush him. Well, anyways, right. you know how those those pre-tape when they're filming things and, and them they always have fucking problems. And they'll be like, oh, the lighting right. wasn't good or this or that. They go, we got to redo it. And for whatever reason, I was like, motherfuckers, like, I don't know how many apples like you think I could break. Like, I, I, I was like that in doing it like on, on the spot like that. It was uh, with verbiage and doing everything. I go, that's hit or miss. And uh, we did multiple right. takes. And then they go, we got to do live. Right. And so, and then my, in my hand, I actually had ripped one of my nails off. Also, the, the top of my nail with that as they were digging in. And I just said, I'm not doing right. the apple live after that. Like my hands literally fucking bleeding and I had apple all yeah. over. And I, but I remember we just did a live take and I didn't do an apple, but I remember, uh, KO <laughs> actually told the story about like, on, I don't on something later. Oh, Ryback couldn't break an apple. And it was just like, bitch, I broke, I've broken oh. apples multiple times, buddy. Let's chill out. So, 
But that yeah. was just one of those deals where we couldn't do it live. And you know what it was with me? This is, this is what I did. This is how I did it. I took the apple. I, I grabbed it and I crushed it. I, I, did, I did it old school. I did, I did it with my mind. Stu I said to myself, Bennett says that you it. actually dug your nails. Stu always would tell me that, that you would dig your nails Stu? into the apple. Wade Barrett and said that you actually, he saw you before you came in there, that he thought you cheated. How could you? I didn't cheat. I mean, because once you once you break the apple, yeah, maybe I did dig my nail. I, my nail. I have no nails. First of all, I bite my nails. So I have no nails. I have just fingers. So wait, you're saying so there may be truth to the Stu Bennett rumor then? No, I'm saying that I did it legitimately. You know how I know I did it legitimately? How? Because the next day, my forearm muscles were all fucked up. I had to ice them the whole next day. Oh, really? My forearm. I ruined my. Yeah, my forearm muscles, because I use my, I said to myself, mind control is the strongest thing in your body. It is. So when I, when I grabbed the thing, I said, I am not going to let pressure up on my hand ever. And I wouldn't let it do it. I told my mind told me that. And I kept going and going and going. Yes, my fingers dug into it. But once my fingers dug into it, I hardballed it. I went the whole way with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I did not cheat. I did not cheat. So mm-hmm. Stu Bennett, he, he might have said it. But he, I mean, he doesn't know. He's a real shit disturber too, though. He likes to get things riled up sometimes. Yeah, but he's a good guy. He's he's, he's a good guy. No, he's a great guy. guy. He's one of my best friends. So in wrestling, generally, yeah, I love Stu Bennett. Does he live in L.A. too? He's I'm in Vegas. He's in L.A. now, and uh, he just did his "I Am Vengeance" retaliation, his fifth movie, and uh, I'm happy for him. He's done really well for himself, and uh, he's probably sitting on the beach right now having a drink. If I know him, good for him because I got news for you. I'm gonna have a drink right after this podcast. <laughs> what what, is, I, what does the Brooklyn you know brawler like to drink? He likes to drink absolutely cranberry, but one, only one, That's a wicked key. one. Yep, a wicked one. But you know what? You know what Brooklyn brawler does that no one knows? He gets up at three o'clock in the morning every day, and he's in his home gym downstairs at three in the morning. Works out for two days. Do you know what my wife does? I have thirteen steps going up. Up, up to my basement down, uh-huh. you know, to my basement up. My wife goes up and down all the steps for 111 minutes a day wow. without stopping. She has got a body like a 19 year old. That's it's unbelievable. I know the way she built her stamina. You know, okay, you know what HDL is? What is it? You know what HDL in your blood is? Oh, yeah, HDL? yeah, yeah, yeah. The good cholesterol. The good cholesterol. Mine's 75. My wife's is 165. Wow. The doctors are freaking. They're freaking. Mine was at like, when I was WWE, 47. From the 25, 25, 25, 75. My blood's going back and better and better and better and better. My liver count, I think it's like 20 to 150. I'm at a 33. Do I'm at you, a 33. Bro, so do you think, do you like, you lived on the road for so long and obviously not wrestling. You didn't have to do the, just doing the TV schedule, but you'd be gone a few days right. a week and sometimes probably more with pay-per-views four days. I'd imagine. Right. Do you miss, do you miss right. being on the road? Cause that was one thing. And I talked to Stu about no. this, that when wrestlers and like that, cause I was on the road five days a week for four and a half, five years. And then before that, before my ankle injury a bit, but um, and that's not a, nearly the longest period as a lot of guys do, but it was long enough. Right. And where when you leave that road, you can pick up a lot of bad habits and like it, it really could be lonely. That was for me, like it was a little bit of a 
weird thing being home initially at first, but I stayed busy. But did you experience any of that? Like, because you were on the road for no, I, I cut a deal. I cut a deal instantly. Well, first of all, you know, I went to ProWrestlingTees.com. I got the, I got the whole line of shirts. Yeah, I do celebrity videos. I'm on Cameo, and now I do a new thing, AutographsForYou.com, where they send me a picture. And for like 30 bucks, I signed a picture. It's got a thing on the back where it says it's, it's verified this and that. Oh, really? Because I, I, yeah, there's a bunch of shit you could be doing that. You could be making yourself an extra 40, 50 grand a year. Oh, shit. I'm going to look you that know, up. I didn't even yeah, know but, that was a thing. Which one are you they talking about? The autograph for you thing. I never even, uh, I never, I never knew that yeah. was a thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a thing right now. It's called the autographs to you.com. Now they'll grab you. They'll grab you because they grabbed me, and they'll put you up there, and you name your price. But don't overprice yourself. Yeah, don't overprice well, you know yourself. what I do though? I do fan mail for free for everything, and where people send the, all the stuff to my fan mail, and I, I literally sign it all for free and send it back to them just as a thank you. Yeah, I've done shit like that because the supplements are my, my business. Dress, and they do, the supplements have taken off so well now that I that I make more you know, now I supplements that. than I, I did wrestling. That. So. I'm not. Yeah, it, but what do you do? Do you manufacture? You manufacture. Who makes your supplements? They're out of California and LA. And then I got a, my fulfillment centers in Illinois. And I got an entire team working for me now. I did everything, though, on my own for three years. And that's what I, I stayed busy because I needed to stay busy so that I wouldn't focus on my back and shoulder because it was that was really a down yeah. period uh, of losing my health and not being able to, to do stuff physically. And, uh, I just knew I had to stay busy. So I did everything from, I had everything here in Vegas. I had a bunch of warehouse with all the supplements and I'd go pick them up. I would, I had shelves all in my house and I would do all the orders. I would do customer service right. and then it got too big for me. I couldn't handle it all with everything going on and doing my rehab and working out every day and, and doing the two podcasts right. a week and YouTube. And so I just said, I, I, I hired out and it was, when I did that, it, everything just went through the roof and. It's been like I've been I've been truly blessed with all of it. Like the, it, it's been it, it, it's been good. it's a real been a real good learning process for me business wise. So you're in the same house. Yeah, I'm in the house that I got that I bought when I was with WWE, and uh, I actually want to want to upgrade, but and uh, eventually, Don't but upgrade. right now Don't the upgrade. goal is to get back to wrestling first, and uh, and then you continue. know my goal my 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 theory is I don't keep up with the Joneses, I keep up with the Benjamins. Yep. Yep. No, you're smart, brawler. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah. You know, I, had, you, I had a house. That was, you've done well yeah, for yourself. Yeah. I did better than well. I'm happy. That's the right there. Is priceless. Success is happiness. Priceless. And you know most what people is? aren't. Wealth is health. Yep. Wealth is health. You know, and I'm doing great. I'm married 33 years. I'm 59 years old. My wife's got a body like a 19-year-old. I'm in tremendous shape. We moved into a condominium now. Are you I really? So you're leaving your place? Yeah. I got a gym in a condo in a basement. Is that? I don't have a gym like you got. Like I watch you doing chest. Oh is yeah, that, yeah. Is that your I got in your basement. Yeah, I have a pretty decent one here that I did when I was in WWE. That's been a lifesaver for me during this virus. But yeah. Yeah, I like to put a Smith machine down there. That's what I like to put a Smith machine. Have you seen the Rock's gym? The that guy, course. man, that guy is the, the king. Yeah, he's insane. He's insane. He's on a whole he's other a, level you know, than everybody else. Match. I had his first match with him. Did you know that? Tell me, tell us about that. That's that's see, that's interesting. To okay, me. 
Was he? How was the? Across, I've met him a few times, and he he comes across like a pretty good guy. Okay, I know Rock since he's eight years old. I wrestled. His, I wrestled his dad, Rocky Johnson's first match in WWE. Yep. I wrestled Mark Henry's first match in WWE. I wrestled Ricky Steamboat's first match in WWE. I wrestled Owen Hart's first match in wow. WWE. I wrestled. I wrestled almost everyone, and. When I wrestled, they called me up. They said, we got this new guy. He's Rocky Johnson's son. We want you to, want you to wrestle him. I said, I remember when he was a kid. He was a little kid with an afro. He used to sit in the dressing room. When I first seen him, I got to the hotel. It was in Corpus Christi, Texas in 1996. I will never forget it. I go to his hotel. I say to myself, it looks like a fucking jock. He looks like a football player. And I wrestle a million football players. And they're never any good. They all suck. They're never <laughs> any good. Yeah. So I go in the ring with him. I re- I'm gonna wrestle him that night. He, he he goes over the spots with me. He writes it down on a napkin, which I didn't know until he wrote his book. He put it in the book. Is he nervous? He wrote it down on a napkin. He, yeah, he was nervous. He sat he sat in the uh, in in a corner and he memorized all the spots: double leapfrog, hip toss, small packages, any of everything. Yeah. He had everything on the fucking money. Everything on the fucking money. He got a contract the next day for over two hundred grand. The next day, you could have dropped a pin. You could drop a pin when he walked out. They didn't know who he was. Wow. They did not know who he was. He sent me a big picture that's about two feet by four feet. It says, it's got a picture of him, hip crossing me, and it's got $7 in the glass. It says in gold on the bottom, Steve, I had $7 to my name, and I got the business. I can never thank you enough. Wow. That's what he, that's what he sent to did me. Did he send you a check, too? I'm like, <laughs> no. But I said, I said to him, I said, you know what? I said, I said, you're worth a half a billion dollars, and you sent me $7. <laughs> <laughs> that would have—I I, would have thought a little more would have been maybe a maybe a, a, a year's worth of Terramata tequila, or you know, maybe some Project yeah, Rock shoes and headphones, and a nice he, gift. He, gift he's package. done it for some people. He, he's done these other things for some people, but he done. Uh, no, he never no. did that for me. You know, because I guess because I don't live in where he lives. That's the bought, rest. Uh, you never know. Cool yeah, it's, it's at least so he acknowledged. Cool that's yeah. nice that you know it's. My yeah, first match was Barry Stevens. I haven't sent him shit, so it's. <laughs> what was his name? Barry Stevens in Orlando, Florida. He was a local talent. I that didn't was know the, that was the night I debuted I, as Ryback. I didn't know his I didn't know. I didn't know who it. I don't remember no name. I, you want to know a cool story, Brawler? I remember during Tough Enough when yeah. I first because I came in on that two thousand four million dollar Tough Enough. As oh yeah, this, yep, yep. It, one yep. of the, the coolest things that I always wanted to do that I remember is because I used to love when they had the green screens of the wrestlers and you'd see Triple H flexing and Stone Cold and they would do like the 360 yeah, yeah. shot or the 180 where you turn, you shoot from the back and then you turn around right. and then you get the, the, the money shot with the guy flexing or whatever. And I remember I got right. to do green screens with you from Tough Enough in 2004. And I remember I, I was all right. jacked up and I remember I you had me do the back and I remember I turned around and beat on my chest and flexed. And I remember you just said something to me. You go, your money or something. It was something really like cool. Guy I knew done it shit from the beginning. Yet. I knew it from the beginning. I knew it from the fucking beginning that you were going to be money. I knew it. I just didn't know your body was going to fall apart from doing all that crap. You know. You know what happened to but, you? Know uh, what happened you, with my body? Why that happened? Right? It was the backpack stunner was why my back I compressed five discs. Because I was doing that move three or four nights a week for like years on end, um, where the guy was on my back and I would sit down on my ass and compress my disc with all that weight on me. 
that's why that happened so quickly. And nobody has done that's that move. That's what happened to Hogan. Hogan's up in the league. He kept going on his ass. Yeah. He, he had, and imagine doing that, though, with an extra 200-something pounds on your back every night. That's what why it happened so quick yeah. to me. And I didn't realize. Well, change your finish. If you go to. Go to the other company, change your finish. No, well, it's not, it's not the shell shock. It, I'm not doing the backpack stunner anymore. That was just a near fall move that I was doing. And then um, WWE, the doctors, for my shoulder, they started giving me cortisone and told me I'd be all right at getting it done two or three times a year, but they were injecting it into my joint. It ate away all of my cartilage and caused massive no, issues. It ate away all my muscle in my – like. Muscles in my tricep, in my my teres minor and major, my subscapularis, all of that degraded when I left, and I've had to have sixteen stem cells to regenerate everything. And I'll probably never have the cartilage in there, but that's okay. You could be bone on bone and be fine. And but I've gotten all my strength back almost, and everything has come back. And I'm pain. I'm out of pain like I was. So, um, but yeah, it was. It was. I tell anyone if you're an athlete, don't get cortisone. It will. It will destroy your body. Yeah, it camouflages the injury, yes. and you you get overconfident, and you use that part of your body, and it makes it worse. That's my theory on it. No, it is, and but that's too that, that. See, that's what I don't like with that whole WWE schedule is, and they because it's in that five days a week, and I don't think it's going to be that moving forward. With the AEW is one day a week, which is heaven, in my opinion, and that's right. what it should. Even that, if you look at compared to fighting and stuff, is way more than any other sport as far as physically what you're putting your body through year in, year round with no time off. But five days a week to me is just the yeah. history has shown that that does not work for the human health. Like if you look at all the guys right. when they're done, they're fucking all washed up because you, and you get all those drugs and they cover up the injuries. And then by the time you're done, yeah, it's too late. I never did a cortisone shot. I took more bumps than anybody. Everybody gave me the finish. Everybody gave me the finish. You're smart. I tell people too, don't take ass bumps. Ass bumps are the one thing that will, and like Hogan, like you said, in Austin too, had some problems. I know, but Hogan, all those hip and back surgeries are from that leg drop. Those, the ass bump, the energy has nowhere to go. So it compresses your, your disc and it causes, and then when those discs start getting worn out, then you start getting nerve damage and man, it's a scary, scary thing. I can imagine. I can imagine, but I'm glad everything's working out, man. Everything's working out for you. Your fucking career is going great. You, you look phenomenal, just like you did when you were. Thank you. That's no, coming back. WWE. Yeah, I'm very blessed. Yeah, and, and for some strange fucking reason, I'm not aging. I don't know what's wrong. I think it might be the, the fucking uh, vodka and cranberry. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you are smart too, drinking, I don't, I, limiting your. See, I, I have, like, I'll limit the amount. Like, if I drink, I'll do some red wine, or if I do do hard liquor, it's once or twice a week. But I'll do the same. I'll mix it, though, yeah. with a gallon of water. And drink a I lot of water with ice. it, and that's one ice. drink, I and that's adding it. Ice. Yeah, one drink, but I keep adding ice, and it fills it up. I keep adding ice, and yep. it fills it up, and, that, and then it becomes almost clear. Yeah. That's, that's what I do. I never get a hangover. I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I work out. I fucking... Conversations like this are what make me, make me even want to do it more, you know? What's your diet like? I tell you. My diet... Okay, this is what this is today. I did all... I did buys and tries. I did about a 1,000 reps. I did curls. I did. I did. I did those uh, cable machines. I do push down tries. I push downs. I do overhead uh, extensions. Yep. Then I went out to eat. I I had veal masala, uh, veal masala, a Caesar salad. I went, went to a really like high end Italian restaurant. With my wife was a birthday. A birthday. We had a 
Calamari, could you believe that? Calamari before the uh, the veal masala. Now, now that's not a bodybuilder diet. No, do you do a lot of vegetables? Yeah, I, I, I not a lot, a lot, but I do, eat green beans yeah. and I mashed potatoes. I live on carbs. I need carbs. Yep. Car- carbs are my life. It gives you my energy. It just keeps me going. I don't gain a pound. Well, your brain functions day. on carbohydrates too. That's and you cl- see, you still have your wits about you too. Where a lot of guys start going as they get older. Yeah, they lose that fucking mind. They don't know what they're doing. But yeah. I think I'm going to peak. I'm going to peak. I'm going to be my biggest peak at 65. How much longer are you I planning think. on wrestling, brawler? Well, I'm going to wrestle. I'm 59 now, at least till 62, 63, something like that. You know, I don't know. You know, I try not to get hurt. I walk and talk a lot. Yeah, but you know how to. Work. You know, it's like Jerry Lawler. Like I, like I see Jerry. Jerry's and Jerry. When I would see him, when I was still doing the independence there before I had to stop there towards the end, he and would go out there, and I got to tag with him, and his reactions are as, as loud as anybody's because he knows how to go out there and work. Yeah, and he does the least. Yeah. He does the least. But he knows how to work, here. and he knows I've psychology. Had Jerry, I, I've had Jerry here. I, I, I booked Jerry in, in, my, in the company I work with here. Mm-hmm. I booked uh, Eric Bischoff here. I booked Vicky Guerrero here. I booked Sergeant Slaughter here. I, I booked everybody here. Jake the Snake's supposed to come in next, but now I already signed with AEW. Yeah, he's been so doing work in there with him. that Lance Archer. They're doing, they're doing, they're doing well over there, so... That, who, who is this Lance Archer guy? He, he follows me on Twitter. And he loves me. Yeah, he, you remember he used to he he was in WWE. He was he came in through ECW. Um, Lance he was Lance Hoyt I think in WWE. If I or I can't remember if he had a different name. No, I think he did. Is he muscled up? Is he muscled <clears> up? <throat> he's no, he's in good shape, but he's a he's a tall guy. He's like he's like um he's like Stu size, maybe a t- maybe right around that or taller, but six seven ish. He's a he's a big guy, six right. six six seven, if I'm not mistaken. He uh, but right, he didn't right. he wasn't there. He tagged with um with bro, with Kurt Hawkins briefly. They were like they did a, a gate crashers right. or it was very brief and for whatever reason yeah. it didn't work out and they fired. If I him. seen him, I know. Yeah, if I seen him, I know him. But uh, they fire all the wrong people. They they rid of all the wrong people. The company's falling right now. The I was going to ask you about that. If you're keeping every... up with the product, the ratings are the lowest they've ever I don't been. Keep up the... Yeah, I don't keep up with the product at all anymore because I got my own my own uh, products yeah. here now. You know, I got to deal with UCW. I got to deal with the school. I got to deal with. The... There's too much going on. You're too busy. Yeah. There's too much going on. What was yeah, your relationship but, uh, with Vince like? Because you've known him over the years, and he obviously would rib with you and stuff. I talked to Vince at multiple points and had conversations with him. I never, and this is just me, I never trusted the company after my ankle injury, and it's very, it was very personal on a lot of things that went wrong, and it, like, it was it was very very personal. But I never trusted them with anything, and from top to bottom. I know, but he, he always treated he always treated me good. He say, if I asked Lombardi to go up and get a flag off the roof, he'd bring me down two flags. Yeah. No, no, that's what I mean. But, me up because I, yeah, no, I know. I respect he everything called, he's done in that, but I just, I, I never got a sense of I, like this is a guy I could trust, and that's and that's just business. Some people conduct, but you were very loyal to him, though. I think he he always liked that, respected that with you. Oh, I hope so. I hope so because I, I have nothing against him. I'm still on good terms with him. They just tweeted out opening day with me with uh, Isaiah Buckleball Sports. Did you see it? No, I don't follow it. I have them blocked on things. Like I, it's very personal. Like I'm, I'm dealing with trademark shit with them still for Ryback. So that's uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah oh, they've made my life. They're they're. It's very personal. Like I'm, 
It, it, yeah, they've done a lot, man. Dude, you own the big guy. You you own the big guy. And feed me more. I own those. And then my name is legally Ryback, sure. so I I could wrestle as Ryback Reeves. They can't touch that. I just can't monetize yeah. Ryback um, in entertainment, alone, like on shirts alone. and stuff. But we use the R logo, so it's not right. a big deal. I just don't want them having right. anything that I created. So I'm have gone through right. with it, and uh, I'm you know not, why? Because they know because they know you they know you're successful. They know that you will sell. Yeah. That's what it is. Oh, no, I plan on thoroughly kicking their ass when I go to the other side. I honestly, it's very personal. Good. And I there's no one that when Good. I'm on, I'm on. And it, it's I'm very motivated and hungry to get back. And I've had to sit back for four years and watch everybody while, you know, not one motherfucker called from that place, gave, you know, with my back or anything, my shoulder. It, it was, right. it, it was, right. and that's how it is. That's the wrestling business. It's cutthroat. And, I uh, know. I know it's, it's going to be cutthroat when I come back and it, it's going to be, it, this is very much a, a very real situation that's going to play out on TV in my mind anyways. So I'm looking forward to it, but believe I believe in yourself, believe, believe in yourself. You can't go wrong. Nope. That's what I say. You got to That's why I have the confidence you. when I left. Read, read, read my tweets, read my tweets. The shit I write. You're everything's positive. Everything's I'm very motivated. I'm very motivated. All positivity. That's what I do. And, the, and you know, and I, and I try to keep keep my 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 Twitter alive, but all the real. If you can plug down on this fucking thing, because uh, you know you got a million something followers, like one hundred sixty-three thousand, which is great though, because you weren't on social media, and your your career was done when you got on social media. So to be able to go, get right. to get that amount of a following is a tremendous testament to you. And the, and the, are you on ProWrestlingTees.com? No, I don't. So I used to uh, be on there when I first left. Um, and then I got a group of shirts from them and they sent me a CM Punk shirt, which was probably a rib, but it was to me, Punk has a, I don't know if he is a part owner of that or it has a strong relationship with them. And I just chose, yeah, I don't he's, do, he's in Chicago. Yeah. Chicago, yeah. I don't do any business with them. I just said, no, thanks. I'm done. And, uh, I, I go through, oh. I got Teespring and I do stuff on Amazon as well as my own shirts for my, for my website. But my supplements, I don't give a shit right. about the wrestling shirts or anything right now. And not until I'm back on TV. Right. My money and everything I do is is feed me more nutrition is where everything is. That's that's the bread and there butter. You know, brother. Yeah, I'm so fucking glad I called you. You're not a phone talker either. I tell that because I left you a couple of messages. You said I'm harder to get a hold of than Vince. I know. I said that as a rip because I, you know what it is because I do like three o'clock workouts and I go to bed early. One three hour time change, and I and you were right. It's the workouts, and you and you, know, you understood that. Yeah. It's a fucking workout. So you know what I'm gonna do right now? Because you just talk to me. I'm going down there. I'm gonna do it for an hour. In. I got to go just train right after this. Crazy. I got back today, and I do conditioning. Uh, I do a lot of conditioning to keep myself in shape, like wind wise. And uh, so how are you gonna make this work? How are you gonna make this interview work now? As far as what? I guess uh, we'll use this one. We're not gonna use that first one. That first one was was okay. Was, but how do you? What do you do? You show a still photo of me? Yeah. What I'll do is I my YouTube guy when I put it up. This goes. Uh, for the, the audio, but the audio is the main thing is what, that's why I'm, I'm more concerned with how the sound is because the audio is where we right. do the majority of our listens in the video. And we put that right. up and I'm on video the way that I filmed this. And I got another TV monitor right. that I have my feed me more nutrition logo on. But what we can do is just switch it out with a still image of you on that. And it's just talking, but people yeah, put a good picture now, put show, show them how I ripped them. Use that one picture where I look fantastic with, you know, on the white back backdrop and all that. Okay. Use, use something like that there. Well, how about, I'll tell you too, I'll have you send me the photo that you want on, and that way it's the exact one, because I'll pick the wrong one. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll email you the picture that I'm talking about. 
I won't, uh, I won't take up too much more of your time, Brawler, but I want to know, because you were around, do you have any good Ultimate Warrior story? I know you got some good stories on you. I wrestled Ultimate Warrior 47 consecutive days in a row. He knocked me out twice. <laughs> he knocked me out twice. <laughs> then, then, then when they put him in the Hall of Fame, they asked me to, 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 produce, a, to, to produce a video for him. They were knocking him. Remember that? Oh, Making yeah. fun of his promos, this and that. Don't you remember they made a video of him? Yeah, they, they just, where everyone just there, buried so? him. Except me, because I was producing it, so I talked good about him. So when we put him in the Hall of Fame, I walk into his dressing room. He's all alone. He starts crying. He said, I was just thinking about you. He goes, you're the only person that did not knock me on that fucking bullshit fucking promo. He goes, be prepared to stand up because of a story I want to tell. The, st- the story is that they told, they told me that you're going to beat me to test my attitude. So you took me in a room and you told me what they told you. I said, don't say that because I'm still working for the company and I'm making uh, a fucking yeah. fool. He goes, fuck, that's 32 fucking years ago. Fuck. He goes, I won't say it, but he still made me stand up. I don't know if you were there back then. Yeah, he, he told me to stand up. In a, he told me to stand up in the Hall of Fame. You know I never, I, mean? I never talked but, uh, to him. I saw him from a distance, and uh, I just never. Everyone, I didn't know enough about him, and and I always liked him as a kid, and and things. But I never, yeah. I never. It was unfortunate. I wish I could have. You, you would have liked him. We could have said hello, you but it was, him. Was, obviously with the, with having the heart attack after, you know. But I was I was at a point where guy, I, I, you know I was supposed to by the way with that, which I actually got a bunch of shit with this. I was supposed to so Mark Carano they called me into the office before that. This was like a, a couple months before that, or a month or six weeks or something. You know, and like I got a lot of shit from people online that I was a bullshitter and made this up, including Dana Warrior, who by the way, I'll tell you another story about that. But Mark Carano yeah. showed me the WrestleMania, the projected WrestleMania card that Vince that that was the preliminary. Which and you can attest to this probably because you were there. Wouldn't they come out with they would have like the, the pay per view cards well in advance? Whether and they would change them sometimes, but they would have like a rough draft right. in advance of WrestleMania of what they wanted to do. Can do you recall ever right. seeing anything like that? No. So thanks no, for helping my remember. story, Brawler. <laughs> No, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to agree with you, but I, I really. So I, really I walk into Carano's never... office, the the talent relations office, and Carano has the WrestleMania card because it was like six weeks away or eight weeks away of what the the pay per view matches were going to be. So and he and it had Warrior Ultimate Warrior versus Ryback on it. So I tell that story early on on the podcast with this, I and mean, I go, I, I I set it up. I go. That could have been a bullshit card. I don't know what it was. They could have just been fucking with me. But it wasn't going to be for me to go over because that was during the punishment period when my booking right. wasn't as good. And it was probably right. going to have the Warrior, if he could wrestle, squash me for one last Warrior match. That was what, the, yeah. in my head, what was going to probably play out. But Warrior, health-wise, was not able to wrestle. So that didn't happen. And that, that was just, and right. then I remember that never never came to fruition. I think I ended up doing like a tag match with Axel. In on the on the right. for the the what's it called the pre show deal for WrestleMania at that, but I remember like Dana Warrior oh, came out and said, "Oh, yeah. you're full of shit," and this and then I said nothing yeah, bad she about nothing. The- she knew nothing. I know I, I told her shit about me and Warrior, all the shit Warrior did to me, and yeah. she told she she blew me off too. Yeah, yeah, no, I just I blocked her. I just like man, and she used to hug me there, tell me how much I reminded her of, of her husband. And thing and introduced me to her yeah. daughters when she'd bring them. And I go, I didn't say anything bad about your husband. 
I don't know what was so bad about show, talking about inside information of seeing a preliminary card that never even happened, but that what Vince right. maybe wanted to happen to, for him to go out with one high note and me putting him over. And I just, I never understood right. like why, but she was working for the company at the time. And then people finally yeah. though, people realized because there was stuff online from previously that that was the report of what was going on. They go, Oh, maybe he's not lying on this, yeah. but I go, what, what do I have to benefit right. by fucking talking about it? So yeah, it's, fucking, it's fucking ridiculous. <sighs> it's fucking stupidity. It's a cutthroat business. You said it right in the fucking beginning. It's a cutthroat fucking business. But everything's fucking great. I always respected you. I always will respect Thank you. you Keep doing what you're doing, and you are going to be a fucking success, even farther than you ever were. Brawler, that means a were. lot because you've always you've called it, you've said it like it is from the beginning, and uh, and it, it's came true. So I'm gonna let's hope this one comes true as well. It'll, it'll it'll come true, but just do me one favor. Put this put that good picture of me up. Don't put because I tell people put these frumpy fucking shitty pictures where I got a shitty expression. I'm like, this I'll, is the I'll picture where I'm a good fucking... photo brawler for you. I promise. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do yeah. that. You know me. I'm, I, I'm, when I'm, I'm serious I'm, with you, I, I, I joke around with you a lot. When I'm serious, I always. I would never do that to you. I know that. I have nothing but respect that. for you. I'm, I, I'm gonna just. I'll text. I'll text you the picture. The picture's on Twitter. I'll, te- I'll text you the picture. Okay. And, I, and I'll show you the picture. You, that's one that makes me look really ripped. All right. Well, Brawler, you know, I, I want to get one thing. Everyone I have on here, and I, I want to hear from you also, is one piece of advice okay. that you can give the listeners that has helped you the mo- most in your life. If you could leave them with one piece of advice, what would it be? The piece of advice would be my original statement. You don't wait for opportunity. You create the opportunity. You can, anyone can create opportunity on their own. You just got to go for it. Absolutely. Believe in yourself and you can accomplish anything. Confidence. That's my message. I love it, Brawler. And what's the best place for, to find you in, for everything you got going on? A Brawler Real on Twitter. Brawler Real. And that, that will kind of lead them to everything else that you're doing? Yeah, yeah I've got to give them a number. They can reach, they can reach me, uh, email for bookings. and this. Now, you follow me. So you Good can deal. easily find me. And I'm for wrestlers, because you're in the Michigan area, for wrestlers that want to get, because I'm really big on people that want to get into business to learn from somebody that has the experience at the highest level, and you're someone like that. Where, where, what's the best way to get in contact with you for the wrestling school for people, aspiring wrestlers? Get contact with me through my Twitter account, through okay. that email. It's ballerscorner at gmail.com or something like that. It's like that. It's right on there. Okay. It's right on there. Awesome. And, I, and I'll fucking teach you. First thing I tell them is, before you even walk in this door, leave your ego at the door. Yep. Because I don't, I don't want fucking egos. No. You I don't want even egos. Get it. You won't even be able to have an opportunity to get started. That's right. Great talk, right? Awesome. Great no, talk. thank you very much, Brawler. It's been a pleasure to get to, to catch up with you, and you've always, nothing but respect for you. You've always, I've always been, been very fond of you and, and spoken well of you, so. Great, man. Good, Good luck. Deal. And I'm going to shoot you that picture. You I'm gonna shoot, you, you, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna recognize the picture when you see it. I'm going to shoot it to you. Okay. Hold on okay, one I'll second. I'll right now to your note. You got it. And guys, thank you guys. We'll be right back after these messages. They say all men are created equal. Whether we believe that or not, I believe there is a champion inside each and every one of us. Life is energy and food is energy. What we put inside our bodies determines how we feel and act. I have always wanted to be more. And I feel everyone wants to be more than what we are. 
Supplement companies that use aspartame and sucralose aren't concerned with our health or fitness, but Feed Me More Nutrition believes in selling good for good and creating a relationship that lasts forever. Using only natural sweeteners, stevia and monk fruit and more ingredients that work, we give you more because we want you to be more. FeedMeMore.com and Amazon. You've heard us talk about Real Good Foods before on the podcast and just how much I love their Real Good pizzas and enchiladas. Now Real Good Foods also has their new poppers, which are a super low-carb cross between a chicken nugget and a jalapeno popper. All of their foods are low-carb, grain-free, gluten-free, and keto-friendly. Most items have as low as 3 to 4 grams of carbs per serving. From their chicken crust pizza, enchiladas, cauliflower crust pizzas, snack bite pizzas, and poppers, you can't go wrong with anything from Real Good Foods. All items are available at realgoodfoods.com, on Amazon, and in retail locations all over the country, with a store locator on their website. Save 10% with discount code RYBACK off of realgoodfoods.com. Real Good Foods. Feed me more. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's the big guy, Ryback, and I want to talk to you about Fuel Meals, my personal meal prep service I've been using for years. Meal prep at your doorstep. Fuel Meals at FuelMeals.com has something for everybody, an easy way to eat healthy in this fast-paced life we are all living. Whenever I'm in a pinch, I go to my Fuel Meals, and I love it. I love to eat real food, but the fact is I can't cook for every single meal of the day. So fuel meals come in handy for me when I need it most, and I think it could help you too. Tell them the big guy sent you and use discount code THEBIGGUY to save 15%. Fuelmeals.com. Feed me more. Welcome back. Big thank you to the Brooklyn Brawler, Steve Lombardi. Another fun episode here on the Ryback Show. And uh, it's it's great. Brawler was trying to get a hold of me all week. Uh, he called me a lot. To, he wanted to talk, and I just I one I'm extremely busy. It's always I'm doing stuff from morning to night. But I I try to genuinely with people I haven't talked to in a while. I want the first conversation to be the show because I just think it comes off much more organic when you haven't talked to someone and you talk to that you actually enjoy talking to, and it, and it's able to be. You can hear that, and it comes off. And uh, it's just more natural. So uh, it always fun. it's always fun running into Brawler. I ran into him at a lot of independent shows when I first left and was still really, really hurt. But he's been nothing but great to me since the beginning of my career, uh, a true professional. And, uh, he, and he could be annoying sometimes on those pre-tapes. So let me tell you that firsthand. And, I, and we didn't talk about that, but that's what I talk about. He has a tough job. He needs to get a lot of shit done during the day. But he'll hound you. He will track you down to get those pre-tapes done one way or the other. So I, I tip my cap to him on that because that, that, that's not an easy job. And like I said, it was a thankless job many times. But I was always appreciated. I always understood the job that he had and, 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 uh, and respected him for it. So moving on, guys, I want to I want to talk about something. This is huge that we got going on before we get into some um, other things. Uh, my Feed Me More Nutrition uh, cash giveaways that we are doing have turned out to be a huge success. And, uh, 
the we did a thousand our, our seven hundred and fifty dollar winner this past week. And for this week, we are doing a a our biggest contest yet. And I, you guys have this comes out Thursday morning, so it gives you until Friday at midnight, the thirty first, uh, to get to get your purchases in with the discount code to get entered into this contest. Our new contest, though, this week is for a thousand dollars cash money sent via PayPal payouts and five bottles of my number one best selling Shell Shock Extreme Fat Burner. With that, guys, that's $175 value alone in that one lucky winner is going to be selected with our random number generator that we do to plug the orders in. And you're going to get $1,000 on Saturday morning sent over to you. And you could be getting an email from me with that. So all you got to do, though, is use discount code BIG1000. That's B-I-G-1-0-0-0, BIG1000. We're giving you 20% off on your entire order. You are automatically entered into the contest. You also get the, the option of having a free workout premium workout towel and premium shaker bottle added to your a $30 value right there for free given to you just for buying, whether it's one supplement, 10 supplements, whatever it is, uh, we are hooking you up at Feed Me More Nutrition. And uh, with everything going on with COVID and a lot of people are down, there's not a lot to be excited about with, with some people. I'm hoping a little this can add a little bit of excitement uh, to people and sharing in some of the profits with you guys. And I told you in the beginning when we started this at $500 that if this continues to go well, I'm going to up the prize more and more and more and more cash-wise every week. And I'm also thinking about doing, uh, I've got some intercontinental titles and uh, maybe doing some intercontinental titles, uh, throwing one of those in signed one week. And uh, But we'll see. And maybe doing some cool wrestling add-ons uh, with the cash as this goes on to keep spicing things up. But I just think in these times, cash is the king. And right now, that if I can you know, give somebody $1,000, that that could be huge for somebody's life. And um, so far, the, the winners we've had uh, have been ecstatic and, and very thankful. And um, it, it's a cool thing to be able to give back a little bit uh, while doing business, obviously, here. And uh, again, $1 of every sale on feedmemore.com for Feed Me More Nutrition is given to Three Square by me personally, uh, which we have all that updated on the website on how many people we are feeding and the amount of money we are giving them each month on the feedmemore.com website. But $1 to feeding those in need uh, of every sale is donated. So um, even though I am a business in, in profits and generating revenue, uh, I'm trying to give back and do some good in the process of selling the best supplements that I believe on the planet. So that's that deal going on with that, guys. Moving on, I want to do our review of the week. And again, your iTunes reviews, guys, are greatly, greatly appreciated. They're needed. I need you guys for your love and support that if you enjoy this show or listen to this show, you've been a regular listener and haven't left a review yet. If you could please swing over to iTunes and leave a review. Um, the winner again. This the winner. If I pick you each week uh, for the for the iTunes review winner of the week, I'm going to send you. We're going to give you a free Feed Me More Nutrition supplement of your choice. Uh, I'll give you a a discount code and uh, for a, one free item on the website. And uh, you just let us know what you want and just email me at the big guy at feedmemore.com and uh, we'll get you the details on all of that. Uh, but this week's winner is uh, from Luke T four fifteen. And best wrestling podcast. I've been a fan of Ryback since his WWE days. 
and will always be a fan of the big guy. And just podcasts is one as one of the best, and his podcast is one of the best wrestling podcast. Thank you very much. And please, you guys, if you could uh, just send me an email, Luke at the big guy at feedmemore.com. And uh, we'll get you all hooked up with some Feed Me More Nutrition. And if you guys can leave your reviews, it is greatly, greatly appreciated uh, for the support of this show. Also for this show, my Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report. Guys, that drops every Monday with myself and Raj Geary over at Wrestling Inc. WrestlingInc.com for all your wrestling news. If you would like to subscribe to that show, that is a Patreon-exclusive show where you get my insights into the wrestling business and the news the updated news for the week and what Raj Geary from the Wrestling Inc. site, what are the top most relevant stories in the week and having a discussion on those. You can sign up at that. We do two tiers. We have a $3 tier for the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report audio and video every week, patreon.com backslash Ryback. And then for the $5 tier per month, you get those shows along with this show, the Ryback Show video that we was not made available anywhere except for on Patreon but we do do the clips still on Ryback TV. We'll have usually two or three wrestling clips up every week. And we'll do a clip uh, of this show up every week, uh, every Thursday. And then also I do my motivation of the week from this. I have that on there as well uh, every Saturday on Ryback TV. But your love and support is greatly appreciated. Um, I'm going to continue to do these shows, guys, when I go back to wrestling. Uh, this has been something the Ryback show and when it was up previously, conversation with the big guy Ryback, um, it's been a great learning process for me and a, a real, uh, allowed me to meet a lot of great, interesting people that have helped me physically and mentally uh, continue to grow and evolve and get my health back and, uh, and, and just have conversations and help people in the process through things I've learned and stay in contact with a lot of people that sometimes you lose contact with uh, because of the way life and just, there's just so much. So it's, uh, I'm going to keep these going though. And the wrestling report too, I was telling Raj that eventually like there's nothing on there I can't talk about. Um, and when I always try to keep it as professional as possible <laughs> with all of that. And, uh, even though, even on this last week's show, I feel like I take a few shots, I get a little fired up and it's because this is really, really personal. I've had to sit back and, and watch. And like I said, it's, uh, it's personal and I, I'm very motivated. And uh, it, it, I'm really looking forward to getting back in the mix and uh, but keeping everything going. So your love and support, these aren't going anywhere. And uh, continue to grow everything, the food videos, all this stuff is staying. This stuff is all stuff I enjoy and I'm passionate and happy doing. And uh, I think it's all key in branding and, and, and giving people, allowing people access to your life. And I love entertainment and entertaining and being funny and being allowed to be myself. And when you fight, you fight. And when you're in different settings, you're allowed to be however you want to be. I put a, I put a, um, which this is going to tie in here to my thought of the week here, the my my thought of the week. And I put a tweet out on um, on Twitter about, uh, and this was kind of for other wrestlers uh, in the way that I worded this, but and this could be applied to anything for people in general, but. It was to the degree of don't let wrestling fans, don't let their limited perception of you stop you from doing uh, what you want to do and being you. Um, and I'm going to read you the exact tweet here because I think it, I'm not doing it justice. 
for, for what it is. All right, the tweet is, never limit yourself to what wrestling fans think you should be based off their limited mindset. Be yourself and go fucking hard. They're going to bitch no matter what, so you may, may as well be yourself and let them drown in their own misery. And essentially, though, it's just, just be you. Don't let other people, just because they can't understand something, you know, and, and like I say, oh man, what a loser. You're doing food videos on YouTube. I feel sorry for you. You really let yourself go. Man, this guy must be struggling. If I listen to that, and I've explained what I'm doing with Feed Me More Nutrition and sales funnels and having and using social media for branding. If I were to listen to that based off those people's limited perception of what somebody should be doing, we all eat, right? So just turning on a camera and having a conversation and being entertaining and monetizing things through a revenue stream, if they think that's losing, but I let that affect me and go, man, I am a loser. I shouldn't be doing that. That's, I'm going to be missing out. I'm going to be, what am I doing now instead? What am I, what am I, you know what I mean? Am I then going to be them and go start talking shit to other people online because I don't have anything to do or I'm not using, choosing to maximize my time morning to night. And so, and sometimes in, you know, it's in to put a photo out on an Instagram and you know, if you, if you watch wrestling, I talked about this, you're watching men wrestle in their underwear. You look at Finn Balor and the, the trunks that he wears, and they are a skimpier type of trunk than other wrestler trunks. But you just look at wrestling trunks in general. You're wrestling in your underwear, right? <clears throat> but you post a photo with a towel, or you post a photo with a sensor mark where you can't see anything, <clears throat> right? You can't see anything. But that is all of a sudden, oh man, this guy's lost his mind. If I let people like that dictate what I'm doing in my life, I'm never going to be going for it. I know through reading marketing books and through doing different things and looking at feedback, and I know I'm very confident and comfortable what I'm putting out because I'm not showing anything. There's not nothing that's not exposing yourself to anything. Putting a photo in your underwear is much more exposing, <clears throat> excuse me, than putting photos like that. But if the, the point is if you let people control your actions like that, that outside noise. So you got to know who and what you are and what you're doing. I have my goals. I know what I'm doing. I'm running monster cash giveaways. I know that when I put photos like that up there, that our sales revenue for the day is going to go through the roof even more. And I know, and I can get that feedback and I can tell, okay, that did a good job today. And I'm very confident that shows an update with my body, with my supplement company, and that people like to see. The majority of people like to see. So if I listen to the people that don't like to see it, I, again, limit myself. And that's where I'm getting with don't let people, whether they're wrestling fans or not wrestling fans, don't let them limit what you do in your life because of fear, because you're afraid what they're going to think. I totally see whether you yourself or you act like a complete con artist, bullshitting, just piece of shit. People are going to either love and hate you regardless, right? So wouldn't you rather be loved for being yourself? I would because people are going to hate you no matter what, right? No matter what you do, people are going to hate you. And then, then if the people that do like you, they don't even like the real you because you're you're lying, full of shit, bullshit artist. So you, then it's it's very unfulfilling. So why not just be yourself and realize just the, the good and the bad, like just be yourself. Try to just drown it all out. But you'd rather be loved for being who you are and being yourself. And don't let people, don't let them dictate 
your your what you do with your life and don't stop don't do don't don't hold back don't you know what's the word don't not do anything the don't don't do something you know don't you know go i'm trying to i can't get it up spit it out junior if there's something you want to do go do it there we go was that so damn hard no it wasn't if there's something you want to do go do it don't let fear, don't let the other people's opinions stop you because they're always going to be chirping no matter what. And they're always going to have a reason. And they're always going to detract from it. They're always going to say, just drown it out. Know who you are. Know what you want. Know If you know what you want to do, you know the actions that you, you will have. You'll know, have an idea at least of the actions you need to take to get that done. And you just execute. And when you're executing, you don't worry about what they're saying. And you realize, and if they, even if they say, I don't care, I'm executing my game plan. I know what I'm trying to do. And that's, that's really what it comes down to. And, uh, because sometimes too, with wrestling, wrestling fans, they can't look at you in any other way outside of a wrestling character. And that's on them. That's their, that's what I'm saying. That's their fucking limited mindset. That's why I love doing so many different things and just shoving it down their fucking throats. You're going to fucking take it whether you want it or not. And if you don't, I don't give a fuck if you unfollow me. I'm myself. I give two shits, Steve from fucking Nebraska, if you don't follow me. Tough luck. I know 30 other people will that fucking second that I put that out. You know, I'll take 30 for one all day long, 100 to one all day long. So be yourselves, guys. Go for it. Don't fucking hold back. That's my thought of the week. All right. All fan mail, guys, please send to P.O. Box 752740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. I am on Cameo for personal videos. If there's a video you want to get for somebody, cameo.com slash the big guy Ryback. I make them well worth it, guys, um, for what we charge on there. And uh, just with my time, we did a lower cost for a while, and it was just too many. I can't do it. So it is, it's, a, it's you get you get your money's worth on the videos, and I try to make them well worth it for for the people and you can see on the reviews on there i think we've had all five star reviews on there so not to say that we will in the future but i i put i put time and effort into those to try to to make those meaningful for each person that gets those all shirts are teespring uh store um teespring just feed the feed me more store i'm all over the place now the feed me more store on teespring what i wanted to do is i'm wearing a collar and elbow shirt Today, Al Snow, they sent me a bunch of uh, free ones with my last order. And these are my favorite shirts. They're so comfortable. And, and our Teespring shirts are really comfortable, too. But I like these. I'm, I'm hoping to do something with them when I go back to wrestling and owning Feed Me More. I would like to do a Feed Me More collar and elbow shirt. They, uh, with the R logo, their their shirts are badass. Their Beast shirt, the gray Beast shirt's my favorite shirt. Me and Ryan Nemeth were actually talking about the Beast shirt. That was Beast that left one last gift. Gift of letting us jacked guys feel jacked in his beast shirt. It just really accentuates the chest and the shoulders and the traps. And I go, man, what a guy. <laughs> so uh, pick up one of those beast shirts by them as well. The, the gray ones, they're, they're really, they're, they're, it's going to a great cause. And, and it's a fantastic shirt. Uh, any inquiries, guys, for any interviews or things, you could just go ahead and hit me up at the big guy at feedmemore.com. And uh, there's a lot of emails on there, but I always try to do my best to, to get back on there if it's something that I'm interested in doing. My motivational book, Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, available on Amazon, Audible, paperback, Kindle formats, 
on that. And uh, follow me on social media, guys. I'm the big guy, Ryback22 on Instagram, Ryback on Twitter. And then we got a bunch of social media accounts, but follow me there on them, the big guy, Ryback22 on TikTok and Ryback247 on Snapchat. I, I'm on all the accounts. I'm active on all the accounts all the time. So you can follow me across the board. If you can follow the Feed Me More Nutrition page on Instagram as well and the Ryback Show on Instagram as well. We are always putting out entertaining, uh, factual comments on those accounts uh, to brighten up your day however we can. Thank you guys very much for listening. You've just listened to another episode of The Ryback Show. Feed me more. This is Conversation with the Big Guy Ryback. Subscribe, like, rate, comment, and